Welcome back. Here we go again. Episode 147, which Pat, we just found out off mic is not a prime number. It's 21 sevens. How are you today? I'm uh, a little, my brain hurts from the conversation I just observed on the numbers, but it's good come down. I'm still a little bit in coach mode. Yeah. Practice this morning. So I'm, I'm very excited to be here for this episode. We're going to learn. We're going to get on the baseline. We're going to get in shape. And we're going to have some pastries. Oh, no. We might not get back in <laughs> We're going to get out of shape. Yeah, with Maggie Hughes Apollo is here. We're very excited about that. She's going to be joining us in a little bit. We're excited. And we're going to have a lot of fun, Jim, coming off that live episode. How about a big thank you to everyone that came out, all the brims, all the new brims, and all the supporters that helped us give back. Real quick recap before we dive in, Jim. Man, but absolutely. Big thank you to everyone who was there. Huge event. What did we do, Pat? How, how did we do? Well, we're very excited. We're going to be giving back uh, over $1,200 to each, Danny Golden and Molly Fitzgerald. Absolutely. So thank you guys for your support. You know, in total, the two live episodes we did, I think we were over $4,000 that we raised for some charities. It's pretty cool. It's Not pretty a bad cool. start. Not at all. All the proceeds going back and uh, it was all because of you. So to everyone who came out, a uh, huge thank you to Katie McCarthy, all of her help getting all that set up. A uh, huge thank you to our friends here at Zany's and Rosemont and to everyone this who was new, with us. This new watch shim shimmering off Jim as he's Thank you guys, everyone. All that we gave all that <laughs> money back. I don't have a watch. All, we gave all that. I'm not even wearing it. Can we get to the cameras we to show a, my blank wrist? Look at you. There's look no at the watch, bling. guys. There's no watch. Look at the. I don't even. Wouldn't that be great? Hey, thank you so much, guys. <laughs> We're so much. Hey. Also, new gold chains oh. for Jim and Pat, huh? Yeah. What a week we had out in Rochester. I got a spinner on this. Just rolled into my Tesla. <laughs> Sorry, parked on the lawn. But very. Uh, thanks for helping us give back. Wink, wink. <laughs> Unreal, not at all. Ah, and then, uh, and then what? We had a big week, Patrick. We uh, we went from the big uh, from the give back over to the White Sox game, where they broke some cool news while we happened to be in the building. How about that? That was a night walking in there. I was Gareth invites us. We go to the game. He brings us up into the the club. Unreal, the guaranteed rate club. All you can eat, all you can drink. So nice. And there's Ron Kittle. And Harold Baines, who I grew up, like, that was my team, 83. Just sitting there, just hanging out, being ambassadors. Well, Gareth was hanging with them. That's awesome. So he's like, come sit down. And I'm uh, like, yeah, I'll sit here. Sure. Here's some stories. That's awesome. About Greg Walker in a sauna. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, was he by himself? Well, eventually it was about Minnie Minoso. Okay. Why is he in a sauna? Because he was He's way hitting, too old. He was the hitting coach. Oh my gosh! Minnie Minoso just passed. Sure, and he realized that these guys were connected to him. They yeah. were so. the The story was Minnie came in to the sauna. Okay, and, and it was uh, it was a sight to see. <laughs> it was it was not why they called him Minnie. Okay, they called him. That is my fault for asking. Maxi Minoso. Maxi Minoso <laughs> is what they should have called him. That was the takeaway. But rest in peace, Minnie. <laughs> Why'd you bring your bat into the sauna? Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer, <laughs> Minnie Minoso. Yeah, he, he was. That's great. And that was one of the stories. Hey, <laughs> let me sit down here and, and I want to, <laughs> tell me, tell me a legendary tale. All right, well, <laughs> the tripod reminds me of a story. Let me tell you something. How about a legendary front tail? <laughs> and that was, uh, came in the shape of the Cuban Comet. <laughs> 
Didn't know we'd be going there, James. All right. The Cuban Comet. <laughs> what a way to start the show. Uh, while we were there, they announced that we are going to be, I don't even know if we should really talk about this after that. I guess, should 100% we, <laughs> we should. We're going to be there September 20th. We are going to be doing a, uh, a lunch with uh, Steve Stone and Jason Benetti, the White Sox announcers, to, uh, to raise some funds for White Sox charities. I'm really excited about this. Yeah, very excited as well. I know, uh, I think tickets are almost sold out, Jim. Yeah, they're moving fast. September 20th. That's my sister's birthday. She's a brim. Yes, that she is. Beth, come on out. Happy early birthday, Beth. They're back at school. Everyone's back at school. There's so much going on, but September 20th, we're going to be there at the White Sox. And uh, it was a great night at the game. Man. Beautiful seats versus Justin Verlander. Like, marquee matchup of the two best pitchers in baseball. Awesome time. White Sox, big come from behind victory. It was a good time. Kevin Bozeman there. Our buddy. And Gareth, we had a night. And we saw uh, Bill from Cork and Carey. That we did. That We had a very Chicago evening. It was good. There's always connects going Something on. Something somewhere. You know? We had a lot of that in Rochester, where we spent a lot of time this past week. Rochester was awesome. Uh, great town. We went to the Kodak Museum. The, the Eastman Kodak Mansion took pictures with our digital camera. Oh, boy. They missed the boat. <laughs> Dude, they really didn't. They invented it. That's the thing. This is like a case study and I don't mean to bag on because sure. we just had a great time in Rochester. Awesome city. And the people are amazing, but they talk about this story because it's impacted their town in tremendous ways. Can we say that? Flower City was never the same. It was not. It lost a couple of petals. That, that waterfall is interpreted differently now. It used to be flowing money. Now it's <laughs> tears because they have a, down, a waterfall in their yeah, downtown. Kodak. It's awesome. I mean, how many cities can say that? And like a gigantic, not like a, you know, someone built a waterfall in downtown Oswego, like a, a massive hundreds, thousands of years old waterfall. You can see where the, the river used to be. You can see how low it is now. I mean, it's incredible. It's a legit waterfall. It's a legit, not man-made. Natural. Mm -hmm. This one's from G-O-D. On natural. It's a Goddardfall. <laughs> he made this one himself. Right there on the Genesee River. That's the one. And they have the, the brewery there. Then you see the Kodak, um, the old Kodak building. I think it's, oh. a, what is it? it's a vape shop now. There's a lot of old Kodak a, uh, buildings that are now. It's, <laughs> it's a you break, I fix. Mm -hmm. There's a couple of escape rooms <laughs> in the old Kodak building. Do you ever read it's a mall. you break, I fix in that accent? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's probably not good. That's a, me growing up that's okay. when I did. But uh, when I see that, do you ever see that, that, you break, that, I fix. that yes. store, yes. you break, I fix? They just changed the name. You break, I fix. They just changed the name. <laughs> to some insurance company and it bothers me because we can no longer do that. I like to follow my kids around the house and uh, <laughs> when they... <laughs> dad, this is broken. You break, I fix. Oh, thank you, dad. It's and fixed. Then I, and then I put the chain back on the bike. <laughs> but not really because I don't know how to do that. Oh, man. Any updates on the hoop before we get any further? No updates. All right. We'll move on. Good to know. Rochester it is. Jose so won't text me back. Oh, boy. <laughs> Jose is turning into a Kevin Johnson over here, huh? I should he's check that, his reviews. I think he's in a two-on-two -two tournament <laughs> with, with KJ. KJ are balling. That is great. No, um, no so, news yet. All right. So I totally derailed this. You went to the Kodak Museum and, and you saw the Eastman House, but they invented digital? So, yeah, they invented digital. And the guy, whoever discovered it, mm -hmm. brought it to the powers that be at Kodak. And they're like, oh, good idea, but we're a film company. We sell chemicals and make film. That was their bread and butter. And we're not going to digital. We just don't need it. Tabled it. 
Then they actually did a study. They paid for a study. Uh-huh. As they all do. Smart move. That came back and they're like, when you see pixelated pictures or whatever this was, sure. you will then have 10 years to and then pivot. It's over. And then it will be all and digital. It's all digital. Film is gone. Their and own internal study told them this. Yes. And like to the day. <laughs> and they reacted in by 86, saying. six, this mm -hmm. that happened. They didn't respond again. <laughs> Just, nah, whatever. We're good. Curtains. That's unreal. Curtains on Kodak, That's which is amazing. a made up word that George Eastman liked. He just yeah. liked the K sound. Kodak. Completely made that up. Do you ever hear of keeping up? <laughs> Competition. <laughs> you like the K word? Competition? For bank. How about the K sound and bankrupt? <laughs> no, he, uh, George Eastman. <laughs> no, I <laughs> George Eastman, I went to his house, um, not this time, but before. Okay. He, that guy, he put an organ in his home, and he hired someone to play it. That's how he started every day. Someone would just start playing the organ at like 6.30 in the morning, and That's it awesome. piped through the home. Like, he invented the alarm clock. <laughs> That's awesome. As well as uh, the film. Well, you got to wake up pretty early in the morning to fool that guy. And someone did with digital, apparently, because he they did nothing of the sort. No, well, that's he was a gone. great move. He was gone by he then. He was gone by then? Okay. He probably would have pivoted. That guy was a genius. That's a great move. Just an organist came in and just woke everybody up that way. But he took his own life. I think he went over that waterfall. <laughs> no, really? No, he did not. In a barrel? He did not. But, but that he, is where TLC, that bridge we were on, that's where TLC wrote, <laughs> wrote, wrote the song. Yeah. That does explain. It. There was like a uh, steam rainbow coming off of that waterfall. That was kind of cool, huh? You ever see that before? Uh, not only had I not really seen that before, but I never saw someone react to it. You, the way you were, I uh, saw a little tear. I, I saw mean, you reflecting. It, <laughs> the tear bounced off my new watch. I was very <laughs> sitting there at the my pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, just enjoying my life. Dude, we had a good time there. Unbelievable city. The venue, uh, the, the the comedy at the Carlson, you've been there before. I mean, uh, the the people involved, what a spot. Talk about it. Yeah, but dab do. There's a club manager, Mark Ippolito. Mark Ippolito. Legendary. This guy is tremendous. Everyone. And been in the comedy game for a while. And he's friends with the right people. Like everyone, he's like, you know Jimmy Schubert? You know Kevin <laughs> Bozeman? It's like, of course you know these people. Of course, these are you, the people that you've connected with over 30 years. Hell yeah. Dude, he brought me into uh, morning radio. We have not been doing a lot of morning radio sure. or press, but he's got the relationship with Brother Weeze. Brother Weeze. Who's like... Like the Johnny B, the Howard Stern yeah, yeah. of Rochester. Yeah. Been on the air there like 40 years. He's in the 70s. Is that correct? Yeah. Like he's total legend. Okay. And they had not been doing in studio since the COVID. We were the first, first weekend back. back. Yeah. So it was like a reunion of sorts. Oh boy. And Mark Ippolito was so fired up. He was, yeah, but dad, but doing. <laughs> He is such a character. I mean, how many times did he say yabba dabba? He told Every, me a story. You make a left, yabba dabba do, you're there. What? <laughs> We're going to talk to Maggie later about being in Italy. He was talking about being in Italy uh -huh. around Ash Wednesday. Uh -huh. He's like, do you know they don't even put the, they don't even do the yabba dabba do. <laughs> they don't. He's like, we're two blocks from the Vatican. And I'm thinking, do we go to church? Because, you know, we're on vacation, but pretty soon we're going to walk out. Everyone's going to be walking with the yabba dabba do. And and he keeps referencing the ashes the on the forehead the as the yabba dabba do. He's like, and wouldn't you know, they don't even do the yabba dabba do. They, that's all American. It might be how he asked for it. It might be that, hey, do you guys do the yabba dabba do? No. Okay, please leave. Okay. <laughs> that might be on him. But mixed in there is great stuff. It's amazing. He's, He's the like, best. hey, we're going to Brother Wee's. 
We're going to promote the late shows. Yeah, but they have a do. Oh, hey, Susan B. Anthony, uh, buried here. Frederick Douglass, too. This is Rochester. You know, when you vote, you come in here and you put the sticker. They, they, so many people were putting the sticker on their grave. They had to put up a whole new yabba dabba do. <laughs> so, so you could put it up on there. So you so, don't put it on the headstone. As long as you speak the language, it is insightful information. But that's what you get in Man. Rochester, a town like that. You get real people. It's a community. It gives me very Madison, Wisconsin vibes. Could you see that? Yes. Artsy. I mean, but it's very much like Buffalo. Okay, yeah. For, I mean, the city itself, absolutely like Buffalo. Milwaukee. Yeah. Cleveland-ish. Yeah. I mean, Cleveland's much bigger, right? But it's just funny that these cities, they start to feel like it's, it's like when you have these rivalries or like when people are like, oh, hey, Cleveland, or hey, it's like the we're picture. all the same. Yeah. Like, especially this Great Lakes region. Very much so. We're especially all- where you're talking like Cleveland to Buffalo, like that area, it all looks alike. Right, the people maybe, but I mean, so much of it just has that same feel. Oh yeah, and then and then what whatever the local cuisine is, you're like, oh, that that sounds like garbage plate. Yeah, <laughs> that's we eat garbage plates. What do but we call it? It's a horseshoe in Indiana. <laughs> like everyone's got like the same few things. They just call it different stuff. Yeah, yeah the slinger. Yeah, the uh, slinger. Yeah, yeah. But garbage plate is their thing. Rochester, it's their big one. And we did not have one. I had one before. And apparently, I love this too because it's it's uh, a garbage plate is trademarked by one of the restaurants, so everyone else has to call it something different. Yes, Nick yeah. Tahoe's, I think. Yes, Nick, he's got the. Everyone else is like a trash frisbee or whatever, <laughs> like uh, like uh, basura plato. You know what I mean? We just we can't say garbage plate. You we want gotta, a vomit platter? <laughs> I love you want trash, a waste receptacle dish? Trash frisbee. <laughs> that actually sounds good. A trash frisbee? Yes. Uh, it, I mean, that sounds great, doesn't it? Oh, man, I am starving. Some eggs, a little hash browns. <laughs> you are starving. I noticed that as you walked in. They do have good food there. Uh-huh. They do have good people great there. Great people there. And they have um, some history. They so do. It's, it's got everything we want. We love in, in, in an independent comedy club. Love that too. Comedy at the Carlson. Uh, we did have good shows, man. We had some Brimley's come out. We met some new people. We had a lot of fun there. We're going to get some Brimley banter later, but I want to give a big shout out to Daniela, who we met after the early show. And then after the late show, I see her walking out and I'm like, Are, were you back? And she was just like, I just, I couldn't go home. We wanted to see it again. So Brim came out and saw us two shows in a row. I want to thank you very much for bringing people out. It was great to meet you. Uh, so many Brims we met throughout. I, I want to say thanks to everybody who was there. And to all our new Brims, welcome. Jim, we've had some repeat business. We haven't talked about it. But we had, in Madison, we had yeah. people go, come out to both shows. Yeah, we did. And in Boston, that happened too. So that's ah, a good sign. That's a real good sign. That was a lot of fun. I'll try harder thanks both shows Danielle. next time. Thank you very much. Rochester, what else do we have in Rochester? Uh, oh, I, I want to mention where the club itself is located, by the way, before we leave Rochester. Uh, it is actually in, like, the old factory where they made the Stromberg Carlson microphone, which I love, which is, like, the microphone that they use in all the comedy posters, right? Like, the old-timey mic where it's kind of the... Uh, how would you even describe the shape? It's like well, a lot a, of times you see it on, like, the poster yeah. or on the desk of a... Uh, yes. And I was using it for the shows. You didn't want to switch. You, I didn't. I you was stayed like, with the old, but I, I was up there with the- uh, my gold-plated sure the way I always do. They have <laughs> legit history there. Yeah, absolutely. Next to the legit waterfall. Mm-hmm. And um, they embrace it. It's on their logo, which a lot of people think they said is just like, oh, that's the generic comedy logo. The one you're picturing probably right, right now exactly. has like the grill yes. mark on the front. Yes. Uh, often you see it wearing a tuxedo. 
Yes. Would you say this microphone you often see in different clothing get-ups on comedy posters? That's how I picture it. That's exactly, uh, usually a tux. Yeah, very formal. It's awesome. It's a great place with, with, with incredible heritage. Yeah, that microphone, though, is not something you see, like, anyone use that much anymore. I think Just the, in photo shoots and... Yeah, I think it got really big again during the 90s when ska came back, would you say? Like, were there a lot of music videos where someone would be, like, putting that microphone right up to the side of their mouth and yabba dabba doing right into it? <laughs> wah baba loo bop a yabba dabba do. Oh, man. Huh? Dude, that's what you would do with that microphone. No one sings more on the podcast than Jim <laughs> Flanagan. Uh, what a new man. be working. What a new man. Jimmy be singing. You're coming out strong. You remind me of the museum we went to. <laughs> oh, look at this. We got to get back to that later. We are going to come back to the strong museum play. Rochester-ish. Well, that's right in downtown Rochester. But closer to Rochester, I wanted to dip into before we bring Maggie out, is the uh, Woodstock Netflix documentary, right? Was That's Rome, New York. We were not, we were not too far from we were there. We're not too far from Rome, New York. Which and is not too far from the, the original Woodstock. Woodstock, New York, correct. So this was in 99. I don't know if people have watched this. This is a doc that we uh, talked a little bit about on Netflix. Newer documentary on Netflix. New Highly recommended. Three episodes. Covers the weekend. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, right? Just all three of them. Every every day gets an episode, nice and easy. So the same people that did Woodstock in 69 wanted to bring it back. Yeah. And uh, the whole idea was to monetize it. Uh, the way the way you So would. they abandoned all of their founding <laughs> principles. This is about peace and love and money. This was the dollar signs. And it was. So they tried to jam it in at an old Air Force base and abandoned, like... Which, if I'm Cement. thinking counterculture, if I if I know where you know peace, love, and freedom people want to be, it's a military base. I think that's where I, they'd like to hang out. What's the song? They uh, paved paradise, put up a parking lot. <laughs> it is the song. That's what they did. Little they, Roberta Flack. They had a um, parking lot festival. It was maybe I don't know who it was originally. Counting Crows covered that. Yes, song. and they covered it might have been What's different it? song of hers. I can't think of it's uh, paved. Uh, Joni Mitchell, that's the one. There we go. Joni Mitchell. Oh, was yeah, she man. at Woodstock? Maybe she was. I don't know. But there was other people there. There <laughs> sure were other people there. Uh, about half a million of them. And some of them didn't have clothes on. They did not. A lot of boobs in the dock. This one was a lot, uh, a lot of boobs and a lot of people groping. Yes. The uh, the boobs, groping the bodies, a lot of uh, sexual, sexually charged stuff that maybe you didn't see at Woodstock. It was maybe uh, the original Woodstock. Woodstock won. I mean, the difference in energy of music alone between 1969 and 1999. You know what I mean? Like the bands that size. It's like like the Peace and Love Festival. You're going to get the Joni Mitchells of the world, right? The Crosby, Stills, and Nash in 1969. And in 1999, it's like we're going to need the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Like they're fans. You know, it's just not freedom and love, you know? Well, the Chili Peppers are, yeah, there's worse there, right? I mean, so much. I mean, Corn was, and somehow, like, I, I think Corn was one of the big things, right? That kind of got this whole group moving in a different direction. That's with a K. With a, they were, <laughs> uh, George Eastman founded that band. <laughs> Favorite band of George Eastman. Well played. Um, and then Gavin Rossdale of Bush had to, like, come out there uh, up next. I thought they did an amazing job of just, like, bringing it back. I'm watching it like, oh, is this when they, well, they must have shut the festival down after this because it's just like Friday. 
And at the end of Friday, the place is on fire. It's, it's burning down. Everyone's running. Yes. And they're like, and then we woke up the next day. <laughs> There's a press conference. And I was sunburned out. And then, yeah, <laughs> and then the press conference is just like, everything's great. <laughs> there was like a, a couple people were. But fire provides light. I don't know what you guys are worried about. It gives people warmth. Uh, a couple bad apples. We're going to be fine. This would have blown out as fire festival within 12 hours. Absolutely. In today's yes. world, right? Yes. But they were able to cover this up. They were selling bottles of water for four bucks, which yep. people were pissed off about day one. In 1999, four bucks. And then at the end of the fest, they're selling it for like 16. Yes. Because it was you could it was so rare. Just supply and demand. But if you did get any and you were able to use the bathroom, you would go into a porta potty that was <laughs> overflowing. Oh. I mean, it's disgusting. Everything about it. But it's like, yeah, this adds up. Yes. This is this is what we have disintegrated into this. A money grab for 300,000 people? Of course. And then everyone burning down the trailers? That's it. Just pissed off. Like they were mad, you know. I love the founders, by the way, who still are like, no, they just, you know, didn't like authorities. So they wanted to burn. No, they were pissed off at you for this sucking so bad. It was so brutal. Well, they had one in uh, 94 that kind of worked. That the 94 got like 30 seconds of coverage in this documentary, which kind of, how shitty was 94? It was just like, yeah, good music. No one's dead. Nothing to really talk about. Yeah. They also had some issues with um, some people were treated at medical tents and because that's the other thing that they had dehydration here. They Man. had people that were getting, well, they had people that were raped. I mean, they had people that awful. were um, crushed. Yeah. Broken bones, yeah. skulls, you know. Yeah. It's just like, and, okay. And people who made it out unscathed, they thought, would go home. And then there were people getting all sorts of sicknesses from that porta potty water. You know, I mean, I mean, just, I mean, people were like, oh, yeah, I had sores all over my face. Like, I mean, it was just some of the grossest things you've ever. And then there are people like, I'd go back again tomorrow. Yes, I would do this again tomorrow if they brought it back. I loved it so much. Oh, they're probably so happy that they can say that they were there. Yeah. Right. And survived it. Do you know anyone that would? Go to that? No, or would you? We were just out of high school. And I think if we were, if we weren't in the suburbs of Chicago, you know, if we were 10 hours closer, if we were in uh, Rochester, we might make the jaunts. We should have asked people this weekend. These don't stand out as much anymore, do they? Because they feel like these festivals are so common. Like once Lollapalooza started, yeah. it's like every weekend there's, there's some form right? of this. Yeah. It's just unnecessary now. I would, I would never be able to do that. Like, yeah, I'm out of here. Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, my parents speak. Wait, where? Where are you going? <laughs> I'm going out to the woods and, uh, well, first, can I have the car for three days? I'm not going to be driving it. I'm going to park it in the woods and then I'm just going to be, what would I be doing? I may, however, drive a military truck in through, through a crowd of 200,000 people. So we'll see how the weekend goes. I don't know what's really going to happen once I get there. I'd be babysitting my friends. That were like, no, I, I would be like, no, I'm not doing any shrooms. I'm not, I'm not, but I'll drink. And then I'd probably, my friends would be freaking out. <laughs> and then what? It's just awful. And you sleep in the dirt? There's nothing worse than like doing that and then going home. You know, I can't imagine doing it like, oh, let's do it again tomorrow. Like that, those, like those days are awful once. I couldn't imagine waking up there and being like, it's time to start again. Oh, is that Willie Nelson? Cool. That was, the, I mean, that was the, because we didn't even, because Friday was nuts. And then there's a press conference Saturday. And then there's the whole episode Saturday. And they're like, let's do it again tomorrow. And you're like, how is no one learning? There's got to be someone that's diving into the, the shit 
that's also that you could splice also storm the Capitol. <laughs> like, is there someone that did both? It's got to be a Google image search somewhere <laughs> like of this. someone who was in Woodstock '99 and January 6th coverage. This guy lived. Oh he did it all. Could you, can you imagine diving in that shit and then being like, all right, guys, I'm going to go dry. I'm going to lay in the sun because um, Willie Nelson starts at, for brunch. He was at like the brunch That's show. Insane. And then they brought out, like, who was there? Will I Am? Oh, really? I thought he was there. Oh, okay. I just remember Jewel. I remember Jewel being part of that day after, after Willie and then going into Red Hot Chili Peppers. I remember Jewel leaving like, I got to get out of here. Okay, bye, everybody. We're going straight to the bus. This was fun. And then she's just like, that was different and just gone. Yeah, she was not. They, they wanted to like like mosh pit. And yeah. Yeah, they weren't, they weren't in a Jewel. They were like the, the, you could tell the audience was changing a bit. Like it's so crazy, the, the energy that like a different band would bring to them. They were not into Joan Osborne's What If God Was One of Us. <laughs> and then Fred Durst is like, all right, I'll play break shit. That'll help. Hey, guys, what if God was one of Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Fuck you, I won't do what you... That's what... Just a stranger. Throw mud at her. Just a... Give me a bottle. Chuck it. <laughs> What if God? Oh, He's not. What if? What if you would stop singing? <laughs> what if I burn this fucking place down? <laughs> they did tear the whole place apart. Anyway, check it out. It's it's uh, Americana. Nice little slice of our generation in action. I, I, uh, Todd Youngman pointed out as uh, they were telling the Chili Peppers, like, hey, they're lighting shit on fire. You have to go back out there and do an encore. They walked out there, and the first song of their encore was Fire by Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. Just stoking everything. Oh, okay, we'll go do it. We'll be right back. <laughs> Just. <laughs> if there was a song called Burn This Military Base to the Ground, they would have played that in their encore. I mean, it was, it was amazing. Guys, uh, we need to get these 300,000 people to calm down. I think we should send Flea out there with a message. <laughs> Flea? Flea, would you come over here? I know you're... Completely naked. <laughs> he was. He had Hold no time. clothes on. No, didn't bring any. Flea, Anthony, can, come here, please. Dude had no luggage. Would you mind telling these young people they're a little too rambunctious <laughs> and that uh, things are, they're just not heading in the right direction. <laughs> it's you time to go home. Thank you. Know. Thank you, Mr. Flea. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you kidding me? It's insanity. Ah, it, it great was, documentary. It, good documentary. <laughs> Worth checking out. And, uh, uh. And the I love the, how some of these burnouts tolerated it too. The one guy's just like, well, by Sunday, I was like, I, I was kind of like, maybe we should go. <laughs> maybe your friend's dead. Your car blew up. Your girlfriend's pregnant. <laughs> and you and it's there. not yours. <laughs> it's like, well, we'll stay for Willie, but then we're going to get out of here. Then we're going to get out of here. How would, I mean, could you imagine just watching that documentary and then seeing yourself? Could you imagine how many people are just like, well, there's my boobs. There's my boobs on Netflix. All right. I'm a mom now. There's just dudes hanging dong in the middle of Netflix all of a sudden, just like talking to his buddies. Like, oh, I was, uh, yeah, no, I remember that kind of. Yeah, I do. How about all the dudes just hanging on the, uh, the control tower? Oh my just God. Dragging it down. Just ripping them off. The rage. You realize that's like, the machine. Man, I don't remember like that's what they were mad at. People were so mad. I, I don't remember feeling like that mad. I don't either. But I, I, that's why we weren't at the concert. 
I don't know. I wonder if we could have been. I wonder if I could have been like, yeah, I'll climb up there. You guys are right. You know what I mean? I wonder if I would have been that swayable. Like who were you, what kind, like what's the longest you ever went to a concert? Like, I've been to like all day festivals. Actually, we went to Country Thunder for three days and I don't like country. So it was long. Did you think but it was Thunder it was, from Down Under? I did. I did. I thought we were just seeing Australian dudes for country three days. Country Thunder. So I was like, why? I was like, where's Flea? Why all these people have clothes on? No, it was, we were, I mean, it was just a wear, party. Did you wear chaps? It was a party weekend. No, you don't wear anything. You go, you go. Country Thunder. You just wear your guitar. Um, your Wasn't cat. that your nickname? Country Thunder was my nickname in high school. Wasn't that what they called? Wasn't that what they called Brian Reeves? Next up, please welcome to the stage, Country Thunder. Didn't you? I think I saw him at the Opry. Put him all on my roots. <laughs> ah, it's just right over the border in Twin Lakes, Wisconsin. It's a three-day. Has anyone used that for a uh, hair dye country commercial? <laughs> Blame it all on my roots. It's like Fox's new Gatorade. Fox News' new Gatorade. Country Thunder. It's like a new <laughs> beverage. So who'd you go to that with? Mm. My high school friends would go every year. And I would go. I'd just party. We just wouldn't really make it into the... But it was also like the camping was separate than the concert venue. So it wasn't like what, Willie's out there just watching people like get out of tents during his... Sh I mean, could you... Like, just right in front of him, there's just a guy like, can you keep it down? We are sleeping. <laughs> We did drugs last night. Can you please turn it down? Did you? What did you enjoy more, the the campground or the concert? Oh, we would. Yeah, we barely went to the concerts. It was more about the camping. Like we'd walk into the concerts and head back. You know, for a little bit here and there. It was fun. I but can't see you enjoying either. <laughs> <It was> the, <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm wondering. Which I can't see any part of this being good for you. Uh, it was the partying. I mean, it was certainly just the hanging with friends and partying. And and yeah. Did you party, Jim? I've partied a lot. Oh, are you directing people guys, to this podcast? I, you know, you don't think I party? Do you listen to my podcast? God, guys, I talk about how much I used to party at Country Thunder. I don't know if you guys, I don't know if anyone listens. One forty-seven, not a prime. We uh, we talk about my partying at the Thunder, guys. You may have seen him at Country Thunder. <laughs> Put your hands together. The very funny. He collects baseball cards. All right. <laughs> That's just a cheap shot at this oh, point. Kidding. Oh, Go ahead. Uh, of course. I had to get, get one more zinger oh, in there. That's a good Can't one just do too. one credit. Collects baseball cards. All right. Well, very fun, dude. What a uh, what a weekend and and kind of a closeout to the summer shows, dude. Man, I, I I need to say a huge thank you, dude. It's been an incredible summer. I mean, the, the tour. We've got a couple more dates left, but this was kind of the meat. What of it, right? summer, Jim? We yeah. were, we were working. <laughs> we were gone all summer. No, it was so fun, dude. Thank you. I it mean, was a great time, and I know these clubs loved you. And guys, if you could see the response to Jim Flanagan. Around the United States, <laughs> that ain't true. It is a lot of fun. It uh, means a lot, and it's been a uh, it's been a good time watching you up there, man, and 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 just meeting so many brims, and and hopefully making new friends and fans. It's been that awesome. was the big thing. Plug in the podcast, That's it, baby, and now hopefully we have some garbage plate eaters. Let's go on board with us. You're standing out there on your bridge overlooking your waterfall. We are happy you're here. All right, so we got uh, uh, we got to bring in Maggie. You got it. Maggie, who's Apollo, is here. Fresh from Italia. Let's go learn a little bit more about Maggie's trip. Can't wait to hear about this trip. She's got some goodies. She brought something for us. I can't wait. Maggie. You good, guys. Good to have you back. You're back from the boot. I'm back. So excited to be here. I'm thrilled you're joining us again. How was Italy? You guys, it was so fun. It was uh, a blast. We had um, a lot of family time. Yeah? Yep. 
uh, lot of history. I, I wrote some things down to make sure I brought some <laughs> facts back for you guys. Um, no, it was a great trip. We, um, how long were you there? So, uh, my daughter and I met my husband and the boys. They got, had gone four days ahead to Rome. We met them in Rome, did one day there. And then we did about 12 days together in Capri, which Incredible. is uh, on the Amalfi coast. I so. mean, how baller is that? Meet, hey, what, you guys want to meet in Rome? <laughs> we'll meet you there. Legendary. I met someone at the Hinsdale Oasis Done recently. That a times. Yeah. Met someone uh, at the uh, 111th. <laughs> <laughs> we'll say we told the kids, which they won't believe this, but like there are no gifts or trips for the next couple of years. <laughs> um, for a fraction of the price, you can take your family to the Dells and probably have just as much fun. But, I believe um, it. No, it was great. It was really hot. Mm -hmm. It is the hottest part of the year in Rome, um, which is great when you're walking around with, you know, four kids <laughs> sweating. Like and that's hot? 100 to 105 every day. Most people, we learned uh, that locals like, because they don't have like public parks and pools, like, or even just pools in general. They go up to the mountains because it's so hot, um, which is oh, why- wow all of Rome is just a bunch of like dumb American tourists sweating their asses off. <laughs> they're like idiots. Um, well, they're above you look, literally looking down on you. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. So, um, so yeah, we, we did one full day in Rome with the boys. We did a tour, um, and then, uh, went down to the coast cause obviously there's beaches and pools and stuff there. Yeah. So it was great. We had I, a lot of fun. I have an important question for you. Yeah. You mentioned the heat, um, the temperature always given in Celsius over there. It is. Is that kind of annoying? Super. I have a theory, Maggie, that I've talked about in the show a couple of times that I, I think that it's hard to be like, it's, it's hard to understand the, the differences in temperature when everything is between like zero and like, it's 23. Right. It was 19 yesterday. Right. Like, it's hard to figure out like that that's an extreme temperature because the numbers are so similar. Yeah. Did totally. you find that? Yeah. I mean, every day was just hot. That was what my phone said. It was like, <laughs> just prepare sun. to be sunburn and, and hot. But Do uh, they confuse you more by being like, it's 24, but it feels like 31. Feels like, yeah. <laughs> like, what? I, now I don't know either. Now I don't know what to wear. No, it was great. We ate a lot of really amazing food. Yeah. Um, so my husband is Italian. He grew up in New Hampshire, but he's Italian descent. So he was really pumped up for the kids to go and have uh, like real Italian food, um, which was great when everywhere we went, they ordered chicken nuggets and fries. <laughs> but no, we uh, we had a blast, but excited to be back. What in is homeland. real Italian food? Is it different than what we have here or is it just prepared better? It's prepared better. Okay. It's, yeah, it's fresh. Uh, if you like seafood, it's, it's, it's straight from the med, sure. if you will. So they do like three hour meals, like dinner, like there's no just, you know, jump in a place, eat quickly and leave. Like, like that. they have four or five courses at each restaurant. So you start with like a caprese salad and then you have a pasta and then you have maybe like an appetizer, like a fried zucchini and then a seafood or a steak, which was not that often, but, um, but yeah, they're these long drawn out meals and it's just, it's fresh, small portions. Um, like what time do you start the meal? It's like a full day. Well, that's the other thing. So, uh, everything is late there. They, they, they do their siesta during the day, right? So like things close down from call it like two to five. And then um, most people don't even go out uh, because it's so hot, but also just in tradition, like seven or eight o'clock at night would be like when you would go to dinner and your reservation would be for like two and a half, three hours sometimes. Oh, so that's a whole night. That's incredible. That's, that's why they, they pay the servers too, right? Like they're not turning tables, getting right. tips all night. Right. These people are there, they're working. Yeah. They're dedicated to yeah. you and you're 
you're there for the night. Yeah, which is great with like adults. You can enjoy that with like <laughs> kids. Like they won't even come over to your table to like ask what you want for 20, 30 minutes. So like really? our kids are just like, you know, grabbing loaves of bread. We're like, can we get another three baskets of that bread? <laughs> um, There's no because, Parmesan cheese guy? No, It no. is different than Olive Garden. <laughs> so they do, they do bread. It, that was the best part, bread and then like real balsamic, real oil. And then Parmesan was like a weird thing to ask for. That That's like an American thing. It's like I their think. A1 steak sauce. You can't. Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Um, Good to know. But no, we ate great. And um, the the Malfi Coast is beautiful. Obviously, you know, the water is crystal clear. Um, I don't swim in the ocean because I'm afraid of sharks and there are no sharks there. At least that's what they told me. Um, so that was fun. And yeah, we had a blast. I highly recommend it if you want to refinance your home and <laughs> take everybody to Italy. <laughs> Wait, did you? So when you go to Rome and you go on a tour, like what are the must-sees? You go to the Colosseum? Oh, I have to tell you about this tour too. So yeah. I, when I got there, my husband loves to like, you know, instead of just organically walking around, like find a tour guide and that knows his stuff, like a local person. And he'd already met this guy a couple of days prior. So he had this set up for us. Um, and it was like a three hour, see everything on a golf cart tour with this guy, Marco was like from Rome and really cool, you know, gives you kind of like a little spiel about each place. You pop in, you pop out. My husband, when we got there and the guy came to pick us up, my husband's name is Tony Anthony. Right. He introduces himself to Marco, who already knows as Antonio. He's like, hey, Antonio, good to see you. And I was like, I'm sorry, what did you just say? He's like, Antonio. And he's like, Ta Antonio, talking like this. I'm like, why are you talking like that? Like, you've been here for three days without me. Where is this coming from? He's you like, form this image for these and people. And Marco was like, "Hey, Antonio, good to see you." And I'm like, "What is going on?" He's like, "Yeah, that's what that's Anthony in Italian." I'm like, "But that's not your name. Why are you changing?" He's like, "Tony's <laughs> in Illinois." Right. I'm like, "So I should I call you Tonio for short?" <laughs> so this whole tour, he's already like been with Marco, so they're buddies. And, and Tony's in the front of this golf cart, like talking to him, and he's using like this Italian accent the whole time. I'm like. You're driving me crazy. Where is this coming from? Yeah, it's a role playing. You didn't even know it. Oh my God. So, um, but to answer your question, Pat. <laughs> so great. The, did you have a nickname? No. You did, it's not like Spanish class when everyone even walks in I and they did, get one I out of the book. Like, go by that, you know? Like, Marguerite. Right. <laughs> anyway, the, the must see things we did the Vatican, um, St. Peter's Basilica. Did you guys get the Yabba Dabba Do? We got the. Uh... <laughs> they didn't, they were all out of Yabba Dabba Do's. Uh, oh, man. They were, uh, it was too hot. Um, <laughs> Uh, the Pantheon, St. Peter's, I mentioned that, the Coliseum. So you just do like a swoop of the main attraction. How long does that take? Three hours. That's cool, you, you stop, you yeah. go. It's kind of like the fast pass. We were talking about this. Uh, this guy like kind of just goes to a side door, gets you in. I mean, you're paying for it, but um, yeah, we it's just like did an Italy like, Sherpa. Pretty much. Um, I got a guy, Marco. That's how my husband's like, oh, I got Marco. I'm like, why are you talking like that? <laughs> so yeah, you do this quick tour. It's like three hours. And then um, he drops you off at, like, you get to know him. And he's like, what do you guys want to eat tonight? And he, he ended up taking us to this cool part of Rome, which was like where all the college kids hang out, like good bars and restaurants and live music. So he drops you off there. And then we had pizza and gelato. Gelato every day, all day. That's oh, all people yeah. do. Pat, and the kids love, love that. Well, they, kids love it. But they also, so throughout the day before your three-hour dinner, everybody just eats pastries Oof. all day long. By the mm. way, these are fantastic. We're going to jump into those in I a second. I did bring you guys, yeah. Are these from Italy? I brought them, yeah. I had them <laughs> on ice, uh, brought them from Italy. Well, no, thanks to you and Antonio for making that happen. Antonio, yeah. He's he's a good he's a good guy. I'm like, I would never have married an Antonio. Why are you... <laughs> going by that. Yeah. So they eat pastries all day, Pat. Like they, every place is just a quick grab and go. You do a little espresso. 
Um, American coffees don't, don't exist. They just do these mini cappuccinos, a little baked good, and you're on your way. The more I hear about these other countries, I'm more, <laughs> they take naps, <laughs> uh, siesta yeah. naps, they eat pastries. You get to change your name. Seems like the best life in the world. I'm in. That's it. Yeah. You get a Sherpa. I am all about Italia. I love that. Antonio. And you're like, what? I'm like, is there another? He's like, babe, just go with it. He's That's like, yeah, the total, uh, like the, uh, Jim never has a second cup of coffee. <laughs> like when you're on the road, remember <laughs> Everyone's in an airplane, <laughs> you'd like take on a different personality. Totally. Yeah, it was great. But I did bring you guys some pastries to try today. These are actually local uh, from the amazing bread and bakery in Des Plaines. I'm very excited for these. Now, this is uh, uh, our own Alex. Alex Strong here at Zanies and Rosemont gave you this recommendation. Alex huh? these. Yes, I brought you guys a couple um, sweet rolls, one with cheese, one with apple, and then uh, a chocolate croissant to finish these it off. These are so good. These are incredible. Oh, wow. Look at this apple Tell there. me about this place. I didn't see this. So, it, uh, it's a family-owned bakery. I mm. talked to the girls for a little bit. Uh, their great-great-grandparents from Poland had... Uh, a farm, I believe, and they grew wheat and that was how they made homemade bread and they brought kind of all that tradition here to Illinois. Sounds like a drug front. Yeah, yeah. Something else was going on in the back. There were some guys hanging out in the back. Some poppy seeds Mm -hmm. involved. This guy was like parking A lot of big trucks. A lot of big trucks at this bakery. Don't really understand what's going on. A lot of space that we couldn't go into. Um, Cash only? Was it cash only? For sure. Well, whatever they're doing, it's delicious. They take, yeah. Oh, so good. Thank you for bringing this. Yeah, These absolutely. Amazing. Um, I think one of the things, too, is that it, it, uh, we're, we're starting to get suggestions, right? If people have suggestions, let us know. Yeah, let people, me know. I'll yeah. stop. We want to see what uh, what else is out there. I love it. I'll bring stuff in, too. If oh, you yeah. want to, hey, whatever. if it routes, Are we going right? to switch this up? Let's I'm in. It. I'll pick it. things up as well. All we right. Split it up a little bit. I don't want to make Maggie run all over the place. Mm-hmm. It's true. We're all in different parts of town. We can... We'll figure this out. All I right. love it. That's Send a great us in idea. Your so recommendations. Please, if you've got spots, we got a hit for a good pastry. And if you have another a sweet roll, I think I heard you sweet say earlier. Roll. I like that. Yep. That's I think we decided that's it. what we're calling them, right? I'm much more comfortable that with than pastry. And pastry, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. But some people don't like sweet roll either. You can't please anyone. Sweet roll was your favorite in high school, was it not? Yeah, that was. It was. It was have country you, uh, thunder and sweet roll. <laughs> that's what we went by. They call everything a croissant in Italy. Everything is a croissant. Oh, is it really? I can yeah. get down with that. Yeah. See, it sounded like Spain a minute ago with the siestas. The siestas. Now it sounds like France. Mm-hmm. Europe little, is very... everything. I could be just little like little making all that. You know, <laughs> I don't know if they call it a siesta. It's just a nap during the day where they close everything down. You're like, so, we were in Virginia, actually. Right. You were there for 10 days. Mm-hmm. Rome, how many days? Just one, one, on, one full day on the front end when we got there. And then you drive down to Naples. You take a ferry to the island, the coast. Um, when we came back, we did like another half day in Rome, which was really just kind of shopping and so most of the days were on the coast yes. chilling yep just yeah on the coast we rented a house um and um the funny thing about the italy in general but also the coast like there's no like liability like we were laughing we rented a boat one day i thought antonio would have to um <laughs> like have a tutorial on how to drive a boat because mm-hmm. he doesn't have a license and they just like hand you keys and they're like here you go here you enjoy go. this boat for the was day. Antonio like where we're going there are no Antonio laws. yeah he was like I got it yeah I'm like okay um <laughs> what if you crash this thing it's all good they think my name's Antonio <laughs> they well, we're out of here <laughs> they uh yeah they have no they just kind of trust that like nobody's gonna Either, either crash something or like sue you if they do. So uh, the driving there is wild. Everything's like uphills, you know, crazy cliffs. Um, 
They drive a million miles an hour, uh, scooters. Like it's just kind of. And that's because we're set up this way, right? We're set up for lawsuits to totally. happen. Like you would have to take like bananas. a three day class to rent a boat here and right. still have a license and probably put down, you know, a huge deposit. They're just like, here you go. So you rent that house. You're there. Do you like, are you bopping in the town? Like you go into a, a town square? Yeah. Yeah. So our house was, uh, at, we called it the death march was at like the bottom of this really long staircase. So every day you have to like go into town and, and it was cool because you learned to kind of just minimally live like day to day, like people just go into town, get what they're going to eat that day, go back. It's all fresh. Everything they run. That's out what of I do. Go 7-Eleven. Yeah. <laughs> grab yeah. the freshest Slurpee. Grab, grab a jerky. A yep. Grab a box of Pop-Tarts. Mm -hmm. The freshest Pop-Tarts. Oh, you don't want that, you know, get, you want to get out, get you, some fresh air. Right. That's it. Really Ride live. the bike. Experience. There you go. Scooter. Mm -hmm. Oh, scooter? scooter. Everybody Vespa? scoots. Oh, yeah? Everybody oh, yeah. scoots. Yeah. A lot of Vespas. Um, but yeah, so we would pop into town and get like a couple things for the day and the kids would eat like cereal and fruit and then, um, yeah, walk around, shop. Um, and then uh, we rented a boat a couple days because that was kind of a super fun, easy thing to do. And Antonio is now <laughs> knows how to drive a boat. <laughs> so Captain, um, Captain Antonio. Yeah. So, but no, it was awesome. Like it, it definitely gave our kids, you know, some exposure to other parts of the world. I love that. Yeah, that's so cool. Does the rental house there, is it like a Verbo? Are there signs everywhere telling you like what you can and can't do and everything? No, this, I've been to those. I know what you mean. Um, where, yeah, there's like a sign for like plug this here. Yeah. But yeah. No, this was a really cool home. Um, I would s describe it as like a Spanish villa kind of vibe. All right. Um, with a really nice pool. Like a Pepe's? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> but like if people lived in it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. All right. But uh, nice pool. Not a, not great air conditioning. Our kids were kind of complaining about that. Sure. And not great Wi-Fi. They were also complaining about that. We went to the Vatican. <laughs> I've been to Pepe's. The Must guy, have felt like home. Yeah. Every place we went, they're like, what's a Wi-Fi password? I'm like, that's not supposed to be your question <laughs> at the Vatican. Oh, there's no cellular data right. out there, though. Right. So you have to be on Wi-Fi. To... Yeah. It's oh, Papa boy. Antonio. It's... <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. But no, it was, it was, it was fun. Um, I love that. Um, you guys were able to get over there. Now when you fly with the kids, what's that? Dude, I, all I could think about the whole flight was what did people do before like iPads or so United now has like just screens there with sure? everything already movies, TV, um, the kids slept, you know, half the time. And then the other half the time they watched like a movie or a show. It was easy, you know, for the most part. I don't know. I, I Did still... you get like, do you watch something to get assimilated? Like Luca. Pinocchio. Do you guys oh, see Luca? Luca? Yeah. yeah. What's that? It's a Disney movie about ah. uh, a half fish, half boy. And I think it's, it's it supposed to take place like on the Melfi coast. Um, my daughter loves it. So yeah, we were looking for Luca the whole time. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I haven't seen this one. You I haven't got... seen Luca? No. Oh my God. It's awesome. Your Is it a good one? It. Yeah. It's great. You live on the second floor? Does he what? <laughs> Different Luca. Never mind. Different Luca. Sorry. Um, so sorry. To he that. was there. He was in Italy. No. Um, but no. Uh, yeah. So they, we watched that. They, I don't know. The boys were like watching like Netflix. Um, it's crazy. The, everything's just there. Like there's no reason to be bored outside of just sleeping and being uncomfortable. But like everything you can do here, like all that stuff you just take with you, right? Your, oh, yeah. I mean, all of your home stuff. Like that's what's kind of weird, right? Like nowadays with everyone on screen so much, it's like that we're in it just... You're just watching Netflix in another part of the world. Totally. We, we, we went into it like, we're not, you know, no Wi-Fi. We're not bringing our, you know, iPads to places. And then like after the third dinner of like <laughs> being like stared at, like the <laughs> hillbilly Americans were like, let's bring the iPad so we can enjoy ourselves. 
Yeah, especially when they're four hours long. It's a right. three or four hour dinner. Right. Right. Yeah. You can't get a kid to pay. You can't get me to pay no. attention for that. No. So that's how I um, watched Breaking Bad. Just went to dinner in Italy a couple of nights. <laughs> and the whole series it. is gone. Roll it right through. We went to. Uh, did you go? I want to ask you this. Did you go to the Sistine Chapel? Yes. You did. Yes. What was that like? Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. What if you were like boring, Bad. overrated, shitty Wi-Fi? But uh, <laughs> were people trying to get on the Wi-Fi in there? My Not kids everywhere went. Yeah, they're just like yeah. Um, that was cool. That was. I mean, I've been there before, and I did want to. We like zipped in and out. Like I said, we had the fast pass guy, so we just kind of stuck our heads in and didn't wait in lines. But. Are there restrictions? Uh, no taking pictures. You can't take people, a picture in there. People were, but you're not supposed to take pictures. Um, women have to, so I had to buy, I think I told you this last time we went, um, which is how I got out of going in there. I'd wear like jean shorts and a tank top because you have to wear, you have to cover your head and your shoulders and it was 105. So I was wearing oh tank. God. Yeah. And so you, we had a, of course there's the vendors outside, like selling you scarves cause you can't go in without it. So I had to buy like a $10 blanket to cover myself <laughs> to go in there. But no, the Sistine Chapel is awesome. That's probably the coolest part. Yeah. Yeah. I've always wanted to see that. Very cool. We, we were over there when I was a kid and it was like, you know, Wally World. You know, we I was we were talking about it the whole time. Like today's day, we get to see the Sistine Chapel and we got there and they're like, oh no, it's- Was it closed? They're redoing it. Oh. They're like, they were coloring it again. It wasn't like <laughs> old <laughs> enough. They're redoing the ink. They're like, we got to go yeah. over it again. You can yeah. barely see it. A lot of people get stuff touched up. Well, I get everything that. there. I mean, you think about how long it's been around, like the Coliseum, the last two times I've been, like a 90% of it's been like closed to walk around it because they have to like, work on it. So right. they've got guys- Well, they put a like, retractable roof on it, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now you can- uh, They have air conditioning. Yeah. <laughs> great Wi-Fi. Uh, they put- Coliseum. These great like, Wi-Fi. Skybox. Great. Yeah. Great, <laughs> great Wi-Fi. Skyboxes. Skybox. Yeah. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. I went to that Coliseum. It sucks. You can't <sighs> even like- It's like the- it used, The one in Vegas like has a ceiling. Yep. <laughs> it has seats. I've read some reviews. I don't know if I'm going to go there. It has a stage. Mm-hmm. No, can you believe that how long that has been there? It's like, crazy. I have no real appreciation for that. So like old Italy, when you come on it, like is it the same street level? Is it like you're walking down the street or is it like dug down? It's not dug down. When you come from the airport, I was actually paying attention to this because it's one of the oldest cities. Um, you drive down from the airport, but once you're there, it doesn't feel like you're like down. I know what you mean by that. Everything's just level with the ground. The Coliseum is as level as this building. Like you just walk up to it. Is it and just it's, like, it's, does it hit you? Like, yeah. this is insane. Yeah, the the Coliseum and the um, uh, St. Peter's Basilica, which is like in the middle of the town, like is wild to see in person. Like how big and like how the infrastructure was built. Like it's just right in the middle of the town. Was it slam there? Yeah, that was a hot, hot ticket. But we, not when you got a guy, not when you got Marco. <laughs> right. Was he able to swing around all I, that? Everywhere we went, it was like fast pass. He just like gave, you know, shook somebody's hand and we just would walk in and- That's incredible. Yeah. I mean, like, not what? even just like guiding you around, but like front of the line stuff. That's what I mean. Antonio likes having a guy- That is so amazing. Can you imagine he's like, hey, Check it out. Yeah. And, well, actually, they and have then the like, Pope's like brushing his teeth. They have an app. <laughs> you can like, you can pre-order. Doesn't have his hat on Your yet. Starbucks. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, you can. There's a Starbucks. There's that <laughs> mobile app. You just. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> Get it. Cut the line. Piss everybody off. <laughs> Pat would be so pissed. Well done. Did you guys go on the gondolas with Marco in the, uh, through St. That's in Venice, right? 
It's there's not even no gondola there. in Rome that we run. There is a gondola in Capri, though, that takes you to the top. So we did do that. Um, really? I'm afraid of heights. Not a huge fan of the gondola. So Antonio took the kids um, on the gondola. I stayed back. I love it. I love the name. I love everything. Oh, like the air one that yeah. goes up. It yeah, literally yeah. like picks you oh. up. In the, so the, these towns on the coast, like you pull into the port and you're at the very bottom and you look up. Um, and so the, the gondola will take you from the bottom to the top. It's, it's supposed to be magnificent, but... These old, like, legs can't handle it. I'm afraid of heights. Um, heights and sharks. Heights and sharks, that not a fan. That leads to a lot of, uh, you go, a lot of, a lot of Midwest vacations? Yeah. Where do you go? Where do you Cleveland, stay? A lot of Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah. A lot of I Iowa. Like flat, flat I like that, ground. too. Same. Big Midwestern uh, here. fresh water, you know. I love it. Well, we're happy you're back. We're happy Thank you're you. going to be joining us more. I feel like that should be what they put up, like when you uh, when the kids are going to bat at the in the Little League World Series that they have on now, like have what they're scared of. <laughs> you know what yeah, because it always says like loves Harry Potter, like right. scared of sharks right. and heights, bees and their weird neighbor. Yeah, whatever it is that just like <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get it. Ah. Oh. We went to a uh, museum in Rochester, Maggie, that a lot of people call the Sistine Chapel of Rochester. And uh, it's the Strong Museum of Play. I heard. Uh, it, it's a very exciting. I mean, it's like a, it's a video game museum. It's a game, mu it's a toy museum. That's Jim and I have a knack for discovering museums that aren't museums. <laughs> it's unbelievable. That's I was wondering, like, Pat, can I have some more tokens? I, I want to like play basketball. So and he was like, you're out of tokens. I need more tokens. Yeah, this museum that people were recommending to us big time. Like, what do we do here? What do we do in Rochester? And the strong museum of national play kept coming up. I would say it was a strong recommendation from a lot of people. But it also holds, well, they, they advertise it too at the airport. Remember at the airport, dude? Yeah. And you're, you're coming out of the airport at Rochester and you see like Pac-Man, Donkey Kong. And I was always, I had seen it there before. I didn't realize it was an advertisement for this place. Sure. For the museum? For this museum. So then we go in there. And they have uh, the National Toy Hall of Fame is there, too. Now, this is where it gets interesting. I didn't know there was a Toy Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. Did you know? I did not. So well, we started talking about I saw about the videos, and then I looked it up. Um, there's so much to talk about with, these, with, with what was chosen. I find it fascinating, first of all. And, and, Pat, you initially talked about that first class. Like, this is the... Oh, yeah, the first class, the 99. This is the, uh, the Babe Ruth... Christy Mathewson, Ty Cobb, the, the, this is, hey, we're gonna, if we're going to have a Hall of Fame, these have to be the first ones in. You got to have a yo-yo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to have a Viewmaster. Not to be confused, with <laughs> the Frisbee is on here. Oh, yeah, the Trash Frisbee is on there. There's the regular Frisbee, the Hula Hoop. Legos, Lincoln Logs. I was a Lincoln Log kid. Anyone so when else you guys were there, when you walk in, is it like, so I picture like a children's museum of sorts where like you can interact, you can play with this stuff or is it like everything's in a case and Here's it's- Here's what pissed me off, Maggie. You can play the video games. <laughs> you get tokens? You have to buy tokens. Get out You of pay here. an entry fee joking. to get in and then you have to go and you have to buy tokens oh, to play the you. games. It's that's like, how they get you. You just double, you're a double dipping arcade. Hey, that's we probably need to- uh, reflect on the baseline of anger if we're getting pissed <laughs> off at the National Museum of Play. I mean, I'm just but saying. it was frustrating. Okay, I thought I was going to be free, too. Thank I was pissed, too. Do you get a pizza buffet? Like, no. Like no. <laughs> you got, that would have been awesome. There was an animatronic band. There was, that's fine. That we were able to enjoy. <laughs> and they were pretty good. <laughs> they didn't, but they only had one slow dance. <laughs> they didn't take a lot of requests, but they listened to a couple things we asked for. No, it was ridiculous in that, you know, people were like, oh, and there is an arcade there. Because it was like, at the very least, maybe we'll play some old arcade games right. for free. What was the admission cost? I got to know. It was 20 bucks, 26. 25 bucks. 
What? 26, 25, because we had For over AAA. 40. Okay, calm down. Over 45. All right, hang on. But <laughs> included in that. Probably. Included in that was You guys a, can find a Groupon or something? All right. You know what, Maggie? We don't think these things through. We're just doing this for the brims. All right. We had access <laughs> to the uh, to an obstacle course that they would strap you to and you like walk above. Let me guess. It was extra. No, no, no. We, we, it was. But we, we were like, yeah, give us the whole, the full ticket. And we'll figure it out. And we'll see what happens. And then we saw the obstacle course and we're like, we, we can't do that. I'm going to die in front of people. There's, there's too many people <laughs> watching. You're like above a restaurant with glass in the ceiling. So they're like watching you like fall on them. You're climbing above the food court. It's unbelievable. You'd be like... Be like, hey, do you want to go to Park Tavern and watch uh, American Ninja Warrior done by 40-year-olds? <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. Oh, my God. That's awesome. I was scared I was going to like land flat back on that diner, that <laughs> Big Al's Burger, wherever the hell it, really it was. was. It was awful. There was so, one other person up there. It's like, we can't go up there. Just, no, you can't be the only. Because no one's like, oh, complete it. Do a good job. They're like, fall. Is there like a carny, like, like, like running the show, like coordinator? You just like- We didn't even see him. You just we didn't even see him until it's a world guy. That's a good question. He oh, might've been man. on break. Missed I don't know. Opportunity. He might've been the one doing it. Dude, you know I, how when it's slow at karaoke, like the karaoke guy will sing a song? He might've been the one guy up there doing the ropes course. Right. I don't know what happened. All right. Think about this though. So you have this first year, right? The Frisbee, the Etch-A-Sketch, mm -hmm. Erector Set, Play-Doh, yep. Roller Skates, Teddy Bear. Yeah. Tinker Toy. I don't know about Teddy Bear teddy as a bear. toy. More, more of a, an accessory. I think it was. Or a. I mean, like it's, a, it's a bygone era, right? Like Where there were no toys and the teddy bear was the closest you got. Security blanket, too. Sure. Right? I don't know. Can you really play with the. I don't think I know what a tinker toy is. I mean, Ted, the movie. This <laughs> yeah. is probably. This, I don't know. This is predates that. This is Teddy Ruxpin. This is post Teddy Ruxpin, pre Ted. But you know what stands out to me is 2000. Okay, so this got? is the year. Second class. Second year. Second. So this is like they were on the bubble. And some of them probably like, hey, we screwed up. Or some people they forgot. Yeah. Like, you didn't have the <laughs> jump rope. Dude, no one's that slinky pull all year. one around your neck <laughs> and tie you to this bicycle. Get a radio flyer wagon, but not jacks. <laughs> How does slinky not make the slinky first year? Slinky is a legendary. So 2000 is bicycle jacks, jump, jump rope, rope, Mr. Potato Head, and slinky. slinky. That's a can solid we, class. Can we be honest, though, about the slinky? Has anyone ever... Enjoyed a slinky for more than one flight of stairs. One slink, <laughs> one right? Slink. Just bloop. That's one it. slink. Nobody likes those. That's all you need. It's not like you can get good at that either. It's not like hacky sack. <laughs> is that even on you here? You can improve. Oh yeah, hacky sack. Is Noticeably absent. Wow. Absent. Where is that? Hacky not sack should here. be on here. So bicycle. That's a weird one. I mean, that's like, is that a toy? Again, yeah, I don't know if that's a toy. Viewmaster, I don't really see as a toy either. I just see it like a picture of a mountain. So Yo-Yo, Duncan Yo-Yo previously, sorry, 99, uh, you can do tricks with that. For I sure. I see somebody getting out of the slinky. Is just you play with it. It's a toy. One slink, you're done. Mr. Potato Head got in in 2000. 2001, then they only go two. They must have been like, all right, now we're, we're like, only going to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're running out of stuff. We, got, <laughs> we, gotta have, we have so many more years. We got to keep this museum open. If we don't slow down, Jenga's going to be on the ballot in three years, and we don't need that type of mayhem. <laughs> and, I mean, you could see things here coming to get silly putty, Tonka trucks. I, I don't see this at all. Raggedy Ann. Raggedy Ann. Goes in just straight out. Just no Andy with her. Do you think Andy solo. gave the induction speech? 
There is no Andy. You're right. Andy's 2007, guys. Uh, Raggedy Ann made it in 2002. Uh, Gladys Knight was it in 2002, and then the Pips made it in 2007, basically. Oh, wow. Happened. Raggedy Andy did make Raggedy it Raggedy Andy, uh, an afterthought, probably by a veterans committee of some sort. Dude, how apropos, how raggedy it took, it took, of him <laughs> to drag his ass in four years later. He's extra raggedy. Do you think people make the trek like they do to Cooperstown? Like, dude, paper airplanes are getting in in 2017. Time to go to Rochester. Well, I don't know, but I know they had a uh, veterans committee come in around 2005 because that's when cardboard box... <laughs> Was elected. Was it like, hey, these old timers are bitching. I oh feel my like God. we don't be, have the stick. They had to be inclusive of people that maybe didn't have a lot of money, right? <laughs> For sure. And, and these were toys. Because if long you time look ago. at a couple years later, we we threw out the stick. Because <laughs> you know these old people. Do you know how many? Hey, listen, you know in the twenties, you know me people stick. There was no goddamn. Crayola crayon. You had a couple of Vietnam vets like writing in. They're just like, wait yeah. a minute. How about where a ball? Is the stick. Anyone can nominate. 2022, I'm going to nominate the imaginary friend. Do you think we can get that in there? <laughs> that should be in there, right? The sticky hand. Remember the sticky Just hand the, that you would yeah. like throw at shit and bring it back? What about to your, oh, yeah, what about your shadow? Hand. Where's your shadow? Your shadow. <laughs> Hey, 2011 blanket is in here. Did you know Shadow that you would be a hilarious. Hall of Fame toy when you were at the Vatican? <laughs> Shadow. Uh, this... How do you not put stick and ball together? Like you're, because you're just a stick right. without the ball. You're Followed a weapon. Closely by, yeah. I think I see ball getting in alone. Yarn. Yeah, I don't think about Where's stick. yarn? Yarn. Yarn's not here. Blanket here. Is this blanket or is this Michael Jackson's <laughs> kid? <laughs> blanket. He seems like fun the to game play of with. life and playing cards in twenty. How would playing cards make it three years after Raggedy Andy? Chess, like. 13 years later? Boring. Chess and the rubber duck in the same year? I mean, that's a good class. Yeah. That's a good Hall of Fame class. That was a solid, no questions asked. Just move on. Real unanimous. The board had an easy year. No arguments. And then next year, somebody was like, let's get back to the arguments. 2014 is great. Little green army men. Chess and rubber duck, great class. You couldn't get a hotel room in Rochester. It was fun, but we didn't sell any. Beer. We sold no alcohol that year, so we're bringing in uh, little green army men <laughs> and bubbles. How about Rubik's Cube? Didn't make it till 2014? <sighs> Have you ever been able to complete a Rubik's Cube, Maggie? Jim, do I look like Oh, I can, yeah, you're I still mean, allowed to stay on the podcast. All right. Um, no one on this show. Little green, army, one, men, right? little green army men and Rubik's Cube. So I bet, like, that year it was, like, just a bunch of nerds and then a bunch of, like, <laughs> <laughs> veterans all at the also hotel. Vet, right. Just a crazy clashing at the bar. <laughs> Do you think if they had it's just um, people telling nom stories next to people just right. trying to like build Rube Goldberg machines? And then a couple people just blowing bubbles. <laughs> you think that if they had just said army men, that people would have been confused? <laughs> Thinking that that will be for sure. Change. We should probably say little green. That's <laughs> ridiculous. Why? Oh Fifteen God. puppet twister and super soaker. Now that was this a big is, year. This they is had the to attitude go, era. They had to rent out a much bigger space for the twister <laughs> year. If you can imagine, for this they had a stretching area. I feel, <laughs> I feel like this is an adult themed year. If you think about the super soaker. Twister and Puppet. I think this is a little so more. So I think, yeah, a lot like, of swingers get, came right. out. They did, they were confused we, by. It. Yeah. We need to get like younger. Dude, I look, gotta tell you, I no was one's playing. Coming out uh, for a little Green Army men. I was playing Twister with some time, and uh, someone put a hand up my ass. I felt like a puppet. <laughs> but I, I, I will say, by I got, the end of I it, I got pretty wet. By the end of it, you were a super soaker. I was, I, think, I was soaked. 
Swiss, oh. uh, 2016, I think we should just skip. It's Dungeons and Dragons, Little People, and Swing. Oh my God, you guys. <laughs> that year, all hell broke loose yeah. at the convention. The swing they did, by the way, because the year before, people were like, I heard swingers were here. And they're like, a little different. So next <laughs> next year, we just need to induct the swing. have to be very swing. clear, this mm, is just the swing. This is our bad. This is a different group. Followed by little people um, and Dungeons and Dragons. That was a that was a wild year. They don't even talk about that year. Really. I don't remember little people. Uh, like, was it like uh, most of the board retired? I bet people <laughs> went to that. I bet that was attended. They were super confused with. They're dressed what? up. I bet a lot of people were like, "I'm not giving that speech, though. I'm not. No, I'm not explaining this to anybody. Oh I'm God. not inducting them." Big 2017 guys. Mm. The wiffle ball. Um, I feel like that's an overlook. They got the wiffle ball got in late. The wiffle ball was actually well uh, featured behind glass. Very much so. Had a thing about the inventor mm -hmm. whose name escapes me now, but he was like an athlete. And the whole point of it, like his kids were playing, they'd use this ball with holes in it and they, and they would whiff. They would strike out a lot. I think so it was Antonio Wiffle. Wiffle was Antonio <laughs> Wiffle. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he and his buddy Marco had three days together in the he Amalfi Coast. the so Amalfi Coast, yep. Played Wiffle Ball. Um, and Clue. Clue. That was a good one. Did you ever, you got, either one of you ever get into Clue? I like, no. All right. We'll I, move I, past it. Were you? <laughs> did you play that? I liked the mystery games. Yeah. The, yeah. Was that the, not the murder mystery. That's the new. Yeah. 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 That was, yeah, was, was kind of the start of it, right? In the like, library with, with the, the yeah. candlestick. Yeah. Who were the characters? Mr. Green. There was Mr. It was a plum. I know there was a Professor Plum. Professor Plum. Colonel Pe Mustard. Good call, Katie. Colonel Mustard. Peacock. Yeah. Was there a Peacock? Oh, yeah. Oh, Wow. And Scarlet, and Mrs. Scarlet. White, we got them all. So we didn't own Clue. Neighbors did. Occasionally we got to go play. That was the first murder mystery dinner. Hey, you want to come over? Have some burritos, play Clue? Bring your paper airplanes. Bring your paper airplanes. <laughs> what an induction for that. Can you make a paper airplane? Like a good one? I can't say that I can. I can make the trivia. Do the one, two, three, yeah. four. You can make a basketball? One I, can of these. Make, <laughs> I can make a, yeah, a, a bat. Um... Big year for Jim. Aren't you a pinball guy? Didn't I do I like me some pinball. I, I do. I, I played a little uh, Terminator 2 pinball. Every time uh, when we're at the museum, every time you lose a ball, it says, I'll be back. So did you have it's to put fun. a token in to play pinball? Every wow. single time. Man, they're every breaking in the time. dough. Can we talk about the um, generational difference that was very apparent about Jim and I at the arcade? <laughs> I was like playing Frogger and Jim's playing Super Fighter. <laughs> Like I was, Street Fighter uh, 11, you I, know. Arch rivals and you were uh, like super cruising. <laughs> a lot of that. It was like five years ahead of, you know. A lot of uh, like Pat was like, this was on Atari. And I was like, Super Nintendo. Yeah. yeah I think that was kind of the uh, little bit of the difference. I was in the corner with a cardboard box <laughs> and a stick. <laughs> and Jim was. Uh, Jim was like had sand. A, had a speak and spell, <laughs> which is not on here. Speak, Speak and spell. spell. Another God, one. God forbid we learn something while we play. <laughs> National toy of bullshit. Is the magic eight ball the one where you uh, you shake it? And it tells you stuff. Okay. No, that's yep. Snapple. <laughs> no, yeah. It's both, actually. Yeah, it is both. Actually. Pretty good description of both. You shake them, and then they tell you stuff. I never believed in that. That's like a Ouija Snapple. board. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ish, right? Is that, is that on here? Ouija? It's not. Ouija should be on here. Uno um, did you ever have a Ouija board? Do you ever one. do a Ouija board in the cemetery? Yeah. As, a, stuff, as a South Sider? That's like a... Uh, we got into the Ouija board, yeah. I feel like the, the Catholic school, like the, the Catholic 
upbringing made that stuff even more scary. So yeah, I was into the Ouija board. Maggie, did you hang out in the cemetery a lot or was Pat just a weirdo out there? I need to verify this with their South Side. No, we all hung out in the cemetery. Okay. All right. People like power walk in the cemetery. They walk, they run, they underage drink. Jim, think about the South Side. I love it. But think about how on top of each other we are. Sure. And how close knit we are. Sure. Where can you get away? Six feet apart. You got to go hang out with the the, only place, right? You're not really getting away. You're just going with the (laughs) other generation. Is Grave grave on here? That was one of the... (laughs) (laughs) We got in... (laughs) Played hopscotch on the graves. Um, American Girl Dolls. American Girl Dolls is so interesting. Does Joseph have American Girls? Yes. That'll break the bank. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's over now. It's, but it's, there was a, uh, a period of time when it was kind of getting out of hand. So I always wanted an American girl. I wanted Samantha. That was like one of the originals. Okay. And my dad worked at a flea market, uh, like security at a flea market. So I was dying for an American girl. I'm like, it's all I want. I want Samantha. And he got it for me at the flea market and I opened it up and it was Selena, who was not <laughs> Samantha. It was like an off the boat. I love you know, this. Off the back of a truck, uh, fake American doll. We Selena. had a lot of that stuff. Tony O'Ruxpin. But American Girls, man, what uh, what a business. There's like man. a store. We can talk about that in another episode, but it is. Uh, it's crazy, right? I didn't see Cabbage Patch on here. How That's did they. A big miss. Pre American doll That's before anybody call. could afford it. That's a great call. Yeah, that's nonsense. You can't have the, the cabbage patch that, or... Raggedy Ann's ass is on here, but no cabbage <laughs> patch. And Barbie was part of the initial class. I'm shocked that Raggedy Andy made it before Ken. Right? There must have been no a G. conspiracy. Joe? He must have been something happened. Like this okay, 2012 Star Wars action figures. All of a sudden, like this has got to coincide with like... A new you know, movie release? A, a media blitz. Yeah. I think- like, guess what I got to? And, and not only are you going on Fallon. Right. You're going to be inducted into the... Toy Hall of Fame. I'm going to Rochester? You're going in with Domino's. All right. I think Andy had some kind of like HR issue. There was some some nonsense. He had a couple years to clear it up though. I'm not even sure Domino's should go in. Sidewalk chalk. We flipped right past that. That's amazing. Oh, that took a long time to get in too. That was a big year. Coloring books, sidewalk chalk, and Jenga. Do you think there's lobbies for some of these toys? You think uh, you think Big Cabbage Patch has been trying to get them in since '99? Something's up there. Yeah, they must have some kind of <laughs> rivalry. Somebody on the board is not not investing in Cabbage Patch. Some of them seem very odd. Some are very specific. Like the baby doll. What does that even mean? Right, which goes back to the teddy bear. And then you have Hot Wheels. Yeah, mm-hmm. teddy bear. Very specific. A Jack in the Box. Dollhouse. I guess that's a rocking horse. Stick. Just always my favorite I one. I still, like, where is your shadow? Where is... <laughs> where is your shadow? All right. Cabbage Patch, Cabbage Patch is, is being in the, the voting this All year, right. we've just learned. Look at us doing something can again. Can we vote? Is this like an open public... It turns... There's committees. So anyone can nominate is what I've learned. And then there's a committee of uh, curators and, uh, and people who sound way too important to be doing this. And then there's a national committee <laughs> of curators and children... And, and who, who then, like, look at the first committee. It's too many layers, Maggie. A lot of red tape at All the right, Strong I'm Museum. I'm going to look into it. I'm going to reach out to them, though. And if they get in, the Cabbage Pet, we're, we're going to see if we can do a live episode out there. At we'll the, love that. Right? We'll go into the Toy I'm Hall of Fame. Yep. And I'm nominating Rock, Paper, Scissors this year, so I'm nominating hands. <laughs> I'm nominating hands as a toy. I don't know if you guys are Your aware. hands? Mm-hmm. Just your hands. Just mine. I'm going to send him a photo. Just Jim's hands, 2023. <laughs> Show me doing like a rock and a scissor. 
Yeah. We'll see what happens. They do belong for sure. All right. Hey, listen, we got to wrap it up, guys, because it's getting late and I have to get back for, uh, I have to prepare for our final basketball practice before the season begins. I'm coaching Josephine's fifth grade team. We're going to talk about that next week, Jim. I got some thoughts on it. Uh, I want to find out first, Maggie, what do you got going on this week? Anything coming up? We're doing the Elm uh, Thursday, this Thursday, uh, our monthly show with the Elm and LaGrange, all that good stuff. Come on out. Beautiful. Um, That's tonight. Yeah. Yep. And if you are up tonight. north, I will be at Zany's Rosemont hosting all weekend with my homie Alex and Jackie Fabulous. That is a great place to be right here at Zany's in Rosemont. Have a good time. I'm uh, chilling this weekend. Yeah. Back out with Sebastian next week, heading back to Niagara Falls, Canadian side, wow. different perspective. So it should be a lot of fun. All right, I will say this. I will be at Comedy Works in Denver, September 8th through 10th. Comedy Works South. Very excited to get back out there. So uh, that's a solo mission after connecting with Sebastian. Maggie, thank you so much for these pastries. What a good, what a treat. So excellent. My pleasure, you guys. Thanks for having me. And listen, we're running long. We've got a lot of Brimley banter to catch up on next week, but we still love new reviews. So if you got any, leave them for us. Give us your pastry recommendations. Tell us what you think. Tell us what toys are, are left off this list that should be on here. Yes. What banter, were your favorites? Banter with us, Brims, and have a fabulous week. All right. Everybody, have a great week. Leave us a review. Interact with us online. Maggie, Jim, be well. See Bye, ya. Bye, guys.